Hi and welcome to a new football podcast on the Scandinavian Podcast Network. In this podcast, we're going to talk about football on both sides of the Atlantic. My name is Baba, and with me from Wisconsin, where everything is great, except Green Bay, is Eric. Hi. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? I, I, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm fine. I'm, uh, it's a little bit late in the afternoon for me, and I know it's early for you in the morning over there. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, your NFL team, what team do you put your money on? Yeah, I'm a Vikings fan, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. It's a bit strange uh, living in, in uh, Wisconsin. Well, I'm not from here, so I'm, I'm a transplant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Although, although to, to be true, there are a ton of people along the border of Wisconsin, Minnesota that are Vikings fans, and vice versa, same in, in the Minnesota border that are Wisconsin fans. There's like a, a weird population bleeding over, you know, I mean, you're in, you're in, Scandinavia and it's like Norway and Sweden bleeding over into each other. Yep. You know, same thing. Yep. So I'm sitting over here in uh, Norway in Oslo. Uh, I'm a Bears fan. Been so since uh, the great Super Bowl of '85. <laughs> so I, uh, I have a, I have an uh, inherent dislike for uh, Green Bay. We both do. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about the draft. Uh, we're gonna have a bi-weekly podcast. We're gonna try to have a bi-weekly as far as our schedule allows. So uh, the draft is coming up on the 27th of April. Yeah, and, couple uh, weeks. Yeah. So the Bears, uh, they had the pleasure of uh, being the worst team of the NFL last season. So they had the number one spot that they, uh, they traded away to the Panthers because uh, Chicago doesn't need a quarterback, uh, I don't think. I had my uh, hopes high for Mitchell Trubisky once also, so, but um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Justin Fields uh, seems a little bit better than Trubisky. Well, he can, he can run at least. I mean, he, he, can't he ran for his he life last season. Yeah, he can't throw to save his life, but he can run. <laughs> I, I like. <coughs> I, I like. I don't the, actually agree with that, but uh, for the sake of uh, argument, uh, yeah. I, I, accuracy is one of those things that you don't n just miraculously get better at. He wasn't a super accurate college player. He's not a super accurate co like pro player. But that doesn't. I mean, that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, right? If you can run an offense, yeah. and you can motivate your guys, and you can complete the passes that that need to be completed. You don't have to be a 70% thrower to have an awesome team. And if that were the case, then, you know, players like Lamar Jackson, for instance, wouldn't be as good as they are because he can throw the hell of it out of a deep ball mm. and he's fast, but he's not super accurate between the hashes or in sort of medium range, those high completion throws. He's just not one of those guys. He's a super dynamic player. He's amazing. So I think Justin Fields can be like that. Yeah, I think he he and Lamar is uh, they're the same kind of player. Actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the Houston Texans they also need a quarterback. They traded away um, what's his face uh, to uh, Cleveland a couple of years ago. Um, mm. I think they're. Who tug job? Yeah. They're, uh, I, I think they're lucky that way because I don't think that he's gonna ever, he, he's ever gonna be the the kind of player he was, ex especially not on the uh, the Browns team. Um, I never, I never thought he was that great to begin with. I mean, he's he's a good player, yeah. right? But I didn't when he when he was getting traded and they were giving Cleveland was giving up so much for it. I couldn't understand why that was the case. Because if you look at him, he, he's like to me. It's like Steve, he's like Steve Mc or not? Yeah, Steve McNair, right? Steve McNair, but he's like he was amazing. But if, if you really look at him, like if you watched any of the games, you watched him statistically. Yes, I mean he's he was very hard to tackle, and he could complete some good throws, and his teams you know followed him. So that certainly makes him good. But I would never say Steve McNair is a Hall of Famer, like a lot of people say. I just didn't pass the eye test. I don't think the same thing out of Deshaun Watson either. Certainly not good. He's not worth the capital that they gave up to get him, or the contract for that matter. No, he, he uh, set the very dangerous precedence with that contract. Uh, that's why Lamar is holding out now. 
Mm -hmm. I think uh, I don't know if Lamar is worth uh, those kinds of dollars. Uh, I don't think that Deshaun Watson is worth it. But uh, I mean, if they can if they can uh, pay uh, Roquan Smith a uh, hundred million, they can actually they can play uh, pay uh, Lamar a hundred million. I think. Yeah. I don't know how much he is asking for. Uh, he wants he wants like two hundred fifty million. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. And given his injury concerns, there's no way I'd shell out that money. No. Not guaranteed. And I, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that uh, the Ravens are really smart when they put the uh, that kind of tag on him. Um, then they can sit back and wait to see what happens. And uh, when Lamar yeah. is uh, that stubborn, not getting an agent. Uh, also, that's gonna yeah. that's gonna do him more harm. Yep. I think there is a lot of rumors about Lamar going around um, about yeah uh, racism and all that stuff uh, because the the owners don't want to pay him. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, that's true. What what uh, what does the news say over there at your? <coughs> I mean, I've I've heard that. I've heard that stuff too. I think right now it's it's in vogue to to bring that up when something doesn't go your way. But I think realistically, the, the concerns with Lamar Jackson are he he's oft injured. Uh, his style of play is that where you're if you're going to be running around like that, you're going to get hurt. Just no two ways about it, especially as you get older and your body doesn't hold up anymore. So to put that guy in a contract with all that guaranteed money and then have him still count against your salary cap and be injured is a huge risk, yeah. right? So I don't think it has anything to do with him being black where I think, I mean, if look, let's put it in perspective. If Kirk Cousins was able to do what Lamar Jackson did and he was injured all the time, they wouldn't sign him to the contract either, even if he wanted it. Now, Kirk Cousins' ability to parlay himself into huge contracts is a whole subject for a podcast in and of itself. The fact that he's weaseled his way into, you know, $300 million, but, or whatever the shit it is. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I, I don't I don't buy the racism angle from this one. I think there's certain things in the NFL that are, are absolutely, you know, from that lens, but this isn't one of them. No, I think it's rather the uh, dollar uh, reason that it's, he's not getting uh, the contract he wants right now. Yeah. I think that he will he will get a uh, c- contract uh, in one, uh, sometime or uh, in uh, really soon, but I don't think that it's going to be the way he wants it. It's going he's going to get the good tr- contract. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I was I, I'm always apprehensive uh, about people's motivations when they claim the race card in business specifically because at the end of the day the thing that people don't seem to realize is that money just wants to make more money right it doesn't really care if you're white or black or wherever whatever you are right if you can make more money they will pay you the money if you can't make more money or the risk of you not making that money isn't is there they're not going to pay you it's really that simple yep it's so so when i again when i hear stuff like you know they're not signing this because he's black that's it's not it. There's just a lot of risk around him, you know. Hmm. Uh, so uh, um, the uh, the next <coughs> the next team on our list is uh, the Arizona Cardinals. What do mm. they need? I mean, uh, everything. Uh, the Panthers in Houston, they're gonna they're gonna grab themselves uh, quarterbacks. Uh, but. Um, what does uh, Card- uh, Cardinals need? Cardinals need everything. They they lost a bunch of guys. J.J. Watt retired last year. Yeah. Uh, they have a Kyler Murray who may or may not be good. DeAndre Hopkins sounds like he's on the way out. Uh, he's looking for a trade out. I mean, they, they need every conceivable offensive weapon. Uh, I mean, they have some okay players, but they're losing a lot of their aged uh sort of premier guys are, are going away. They lost Byron Murphy, uh, their t- one of their top cornerbacks to Minnesota. Um, so their secondary needs a lot of work. Their offense needs a lot of work. It's just it's just a lot. 
the, the, uh, number four, if, if I were Arizona, I would trade out of that spot if I can. Collect more picks, more high picks. Yeah, uh, because the, the number three pick is Christian Gonzalez, cornerback uh, from Oregon. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard anything about him. Um, so, uh, I mean, uh, if they're missing a cornerback, this uh, number three uh, pick uh, should be good for them. Well, they're not. It's not just cornerback though, because they're basically their whole secondary is, is decimated. And Buda Baker, who's their their best safety, two days ago came out and said that he wanted to, <coughs> excuse me, a trade out as well. So to me, Arizona is in a full on rebuild right now. Uh, and if they're not right now, they're going to be very very soon. Uh, that all the stars want to leave they can't but like the ownership of the cardinals sucks and that's why they have a hard time retaining players bidwells are one of the worst ownership groups in in football yeah uh the number four spot is uh, indianapolis colts uh actually i think that's the other way around isn't it at the colts three no they're number four okay Doesn't they need a quarterback or no? They got a quarterback. No, they don't. They need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the Will Lewis uh, Levis guy. He's a fascinating guy. He's he's a fucking weirdo, dude. <laughs> I don't know how else you can say it. He's a super weird guy. Wasn't there something uh, about him and milk? No, he puts uh, mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh, yeah, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise in his coffee, and he eats uh, bananas with the skin on. He waits till they turn brown, and then he eats them with the skin on. Well, he eats the whole thing. Yeah. That's, um... I mean, do, does that really make him a weird dude? I don't know. I mean, that's those are weird habits, and it's fucking disgusting. But, he, you know, the, the thing about him is he's got he's got really compact, quick throwing motion uh he's he's pretty pretty accurate uh he he flamed out in his combine interviews with teams because he's arrogant you know who he is all over again and i'm not going to say he's going to ever be this length but he's aaron Rodgers. it's the same stuff that you heard with aaron Rodgers. can make all the throws compact quick release uh is athletic enough to get out and run if when he has to uh arrogant as shit I mean, that's the, a huge reason why Rodgers slid from the supposed number one pick in the draft when he did down all that, I think it was 23 or 24, to Green Bay because his attitude was just trash. And uh, we're hearing the same sort of stuff as Will Levis. Now, again, I'm not saying that Will Levis is ever going to be Aaron Rodgers in the pros, so let's make that abundantly clear. But it's the same sort of stuff with him i i think the anthony richardson is more likely a landing spot in in indy than levis they want a sort of a safe pick for that position and a can't miss guy and i don't think actually i don't know what richardson's going to turn out to be either but he's a lot more dynamic of a player than will levis is in my opinion yeah but uh levis is uh he's ripped He's got that yeah, going he's, for him. He's, he's ripped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, looking like the Hulk is going to help you uh, be a better quarterback. I mean... Uh, uh, it, it's not. Yeah. Definitely not. So number five I mean, runner... Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, it certainly didn't work for David Boston when he played in the league. Do you remember him? No. In the, like the late '90s, early 2000s, David Boston he played for the Cardinals, and he was like yoked. He was like he was DK Metcalf in in like the early 2000s, but he kept just getting bigger and bigger and bigger because he was getting more ripped. And then eventually, he became so big that he couldn't play wide receiver anymore. And then they switched him to tight end, and he was bad at that too because it's a different position. And then he just washed out of the NFL. It's not all about being cut. No, uh, as a receiver, you have to be uh, a lot of things, I think. Correct. And uh, looking like the Hulk is not one of them. Right. So at number five, we had the Seahawks. Uh, they got rid of uh, of um, uh, Russell Wilson last uh, last season, or was it two yep. seasons ago? Yep. Last season. Nope. And uh, 
he did not do very well in Denver. I think that he still has to the potential to be a good quarterback in even in Denver. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see what they can do. Uh, what was his name? Uh, the the guy who uh, took over for Gino uh, Gino Smith. Yeah, and I I heard that he was on his way out as well. He's yeah, Gino, Gino Smith. Gino Smith, if, if you remember, was drafted. I don't remember which year it was, but he was drafted very, very high in the first round out of West Virginia. West Virginia or no? Gino Smith was Baylor. I don't, it doesn't make any difference. It was. It was one of those. Uh, I'll clarify this in a second. It was one of those uh, that was one of those schools that was like a a spread offense. Um, West Virginia. Yeah, that's right. You know, they they ran a spread offense. Uh, they the, you just little passes, lots of really great. I mean, Tavon Austin was a part of that that group as well. All these really super dynamic uh, short yardage wide receivers that could take a short a short catch into a long gain sort of a thing. Mm. Um, and then he he got drafted by the Jets, and then he washed out in New York. He was there for three seasons. He played for the Giants for one year. He played for the Chargers one year, and then he. 2019, he signed with Seattle, um, and so he's just been a backup. But I, I think some guys just need a lot more time to mature, and I don't think that his arm talent was ever a question of of his, of his success. For Geno Smith, it was he was very very immature when he came into the league, and he was in a in an offense that didn't translate to the NFL, and then there were massive massive expectations for him. I mean, he was he was a bust. No doubt about it. Mm. He just couldn't seem to do it. But now he's 32 years old. Seems like he's uh, he's matured a bit. He did really well on the offense with Pete Carroll. Um, I mean, he was a super, super good quarterback last year. So, uh, you know, one of those guys that it's, it's easy to root for because even though he was sort of beat up and washed out of the league for the most part, he just he never stopped uh, fighting. And he, you know, perseverance has paid off. So I, I don't like the Seahawks, but uh, I'm certainly going to root for Geno Smith. Yeah, so uh, let's hope he stays with uh, Pete Carroll because he, yeah, he, sure. has, he has a rumor of being a, a teacher as a coach. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's what, uh, that's what uh, Geno needs. Probably. Yeah. But, uh, but I think C- Seattle, they need, they need defensive line help in a huge way. Yeah, and they right. uh, they're projected to uh, grab uh, Jalen Carter at uh, the number five uh, pick, uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, is Jalen Carter? I think that maybe his uh, <coughs> is going to make him uh, slip third, further uh, down the uh, the list. What do you think could about be. that? Yeah, it, it could be. I I don't know. I I think of a guy like Tyree Wilson is going to be a better fit for what they're doing. He's six six two seventy long rangy sort of set the edge sort of a guy um that's really what they need they don't need i mean jalen carter is awesome but um you know it's it's not necessarily about which one is the flashiest which one's gonna you know fit your scheme and what you're trying to do and i think with the defense that they run to me tyree wilson's going to be a better fit for them but i mean yet to be seen uh, on on all that stuff i mean they still Seattle needs some offensive uh, line help as well. Their line is perpetually one of the worst in the league year over year. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were a really good offensive lineman to grab one of those as well. Um, you know, Jalen Carter though is an interior guys too, and I don't think they really need the interior help, right? I mean, they got Puna Ford, uh, and I forget the uh, the three tech that they have right now. To me, it's that. You know, teams were running to the outside on Seattle. It wasn't that they were going up the middle on them. So to have a big rangy guy on the outside is, to me, is is what they need more. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, Detroit Lions on the uh, number six. They got their pick from the LA Rams. They also have the uh, number 18 pick. So yeah. uh, they're, they're projected to uh, grab a running back. At uh, number six, so I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about the. Uh, the well, didn't didn't they just didn't they just sign David Montgomery? Yeah, they did from uh, from the Bears. So uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with the uh, with the running back. 
uh, who was the running back? I, 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 I'd be, sh- I'd be actually be very shocked if they take a running back that high, especially at number six. I think they'd probably want to bolster their lines more than anything. Their offensive line was really good last year. Their defensive line is still really super suspect, um, especially inside. So I think that this would be a great spot, honestly, for Jalen Carter to go would be to Detroit. Uh, although I say that, and uh, it's never good to go to Detroit for anybody. So there's no reason. <clears throat> I mean, I, we all just hope. I mean, they're gonna, Detroit's going to Detroit at some point. Doesn't matter what they draft or what they do. That's actually not true. They could probably be pretty good, <laughs> but they've been so bad for so long. And I actually like Dan Campbell a lot as a coach. I just some of their schemes are are, are suspect. Um, did they did their D coordinator turn over this year? Did they fire their last one? I can't remember. Uh... But their their scheme last year was awful. Yeah, but they they did really good. I think uh, they did better than uh, than I thought they were gonna do. No, it's still Aaron Glenn. He's still there. Yeah, I agree with you. They they were they they came along because remember in the beginning of the year they were awful, right? So they're creating some some momentum. the The hard part about it is that they have Jared Goff at quarterback. And I know people will it from Detroit because I have one guy that works for me. And one of my best friends who who is a huge Lions fan, and he said, "Well, you know, Goff was good." And you're like, "Yeah, Goff is good in a in a scheme that people haven't figured out yet." But now you have an off season for defensive coordinators to figure it out. They're gonna figure it out. They just are. Also, you know, the Lions played in uh, in a, a division with with you know where Green Bay had the best defense by a considerable amount, and the Vikings had the worst defense in the league. The Bears' defense wasn't good. So it's a little bit inflated compared to, you know, just what what the competition is. Mm. I, I, I don't like Jared Goff. I think he's a fine uh, sort of stopgap quarterback. I don't think he's going to get him anywhere. <clears throat> he's, like a, he's like a Kirk Cousins, right? Lots of stats. But never get you over the hump. No. You're probably right. Yep. Let's see what they know. do at number six. Uh, maybe they'll they'll trade away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders. They're also uh, they got uh, Garoppolo. Yep. Instead of Derek Carr, so uh, it's gonna be exciting to see what Garoppolo can do in the Ra- in the Raiders offense. Um, yeah. Uh, so they're looking at the, um, they have the on the number seven spot they have Paris Johnson uh, guard tackle out of uh, Ohio State uh, that's going to be really uh, um, exciting to see what they're going to do this year the Raiders I, I think that's, good. that's a good pick for them yep. they're just not uh, they need line help they also need secondary help pretty bad they uh they still have the uh what's his name from from uh, Green Bay the receiver. Yeah, Devonte Adams. Yeah, still have but they but they traded away Darren Waller, which was interesting because that was their probably. I mean, Devonte and Darren Waller were the people that could get down the field. I mean, they have some other guys. What's that white dude's name? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like he was he was super good. I can't think of his name. Um. Figure it out here. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he was really good. But it Um, it all comes down to money, I think, uh, when they trade away their star players. It's all about the money. It's uh, the cap and uh, everything. (coughs) I'm not not that surprised when they trade away. Like the Bears traded away. uh, uh, They lost uh, Roquan Smith. It's all about the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would think if they're bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo for the for the investment that they made in him. I mean, they have Josh Jacobs, they have Devontae Adams, they have Hunter Renfro. Um, I think they just need they need some offensive line help. 
to keep Garoppolo upright and some secondary help because he wasn't very good. I'm a little bit skeptical of Garoppolo. I wanna, I mean, when was the last time he played an entire season? I've heard his he got season. stretched in the Niners. He, uh, he he was injured a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. So I'm a little bit skeptical. He's a good player. He's a good guy, but I'm a little bit skeptical of him. Is he mm -hmm. gonna stay healthy enough for the the, the Raiders? Right. So Atlanta Atlanta Falcons at the number eight spot. Uh, Tyree Wilson. I don't know. Uh, Atlanta is like. I don't. I I'm not that. Uh, I haven't read up enough about the Falcons to. Uh, to uh, know what they need or doesn't need. Um, yeah, they need a quarterback first and foremost. They have Desmond Ritter, who they traded, who they drafted last year. But he was terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, you never know, right? It takes sometimes it takes those guys two, three years to figure it out. So he could be that guy, but they don't have anybody right now. They they need help everywhere. They weren't a good team last year. Um, Isn't Kirk Cousins available? I mean, probably. I, I think, though, Kirk Cousins, if we get down that rabbit hole, I think he's going to go to San Francisco. If they tra if they get rid of him, they'll trade him to Frisco. But they have a uh, Purdy. Mm -hmm. uh, Purdy had Liz, he had Liz Frank surgery, yeah. so he can't throw. He's, they don't have anybody. They got rid of Garoppolo. Trey Lance is, an, you know, I mean, maybe Trey Lance turns out to be great. But if that were the case, they drafted him super high. He would have probably gotten some starting reps. Um, he he was injured right away. They don't have anybody. Brock Purdy won't be ready regular. Or he won't be ready for the regular season, almost assuredly. I mean, Liz Frank surgery, that's a really big deal, and it's got to be it's got to be completely healed before you start getting into games like that because he may never throw again if that's the case. So. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got off track. Yep. Um, yeah. In Atlanta needs defensive line help. They need offensive line help. They need actually help everywhere. Um, they're just not a great team from top to bottom. So I think they just take best player available. Yep. Uh, number nine spot is the Bears. Uh, Bears need uh, linemen galore. They need yep. everything on the line. Uh, they're uh, the number nine pick uh, on, on this uh, on this uh, draft sheet is uh, Peter Peter Skoronowski, uh from uh, Northwestern. Uh, there has been a lot of talk about Bears getting Jalen Carter, uh, but now I hear heard a rumor that uh, the Bears are going to trade away the number nine pick. Um, they should. I, I don't know what there there is a I think the uh there is a lot of old linemen in this uh, draft. But um, but Peter Skaronski is the, is the best. I don't know if that's how you say it, but he's the best lineman in this draft, bar none. And it's he's and I don't mean just like at that position, like he's the best offensive lineman period in this draft. He's super dynamic. He's crazy crazy strong. Uh, uh, his ability to get bowled over and get back up and still complete the block is pretty wild. I don't know if you've ever seen it, any of that tape where he'll get knocked over or knocked back and get on his knees and still stand up and knock people over. I mean, it just doesn't happen. People like that don't happen very often. So if if the Bears are there at nine and he's available, they should take him. I understand the want to trade back because they have a lot of holes to fill, but <coughs> to me, guys like this just don't come around very often. So to get a guy like this on, on a cheap deal for five years, you should, 100%. Yep. So let's hope they stay at number nine and pick uh, Peter. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, last year's uh, Super Bowl, no. Yeah, they were in the Super Bowl. They lost, though. Yeah. Uh, they have Jalen Carter as the quarterback. Uh, do you think they're going to pay him a lot of money now? I heard some rumors that he was... Jalen uh, Hurts? Yeah, sorry. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I don't think they'll do it this offseason, but yes, next year he'll get a huge contract. So uh, they're, uh, I don't know about their team. Uh, they seem to be uh, pretty much complete. I don't. Uh, they, yeah. they lost. They lost a ton of guys in the offseason. The Eagles did. They lost a lot of guys. So uh, they're uh, on the, the number 10 spot. This Lucas, Lucas Van Ness, defensive end from Iowa. Iowa. Love him. Yeah. I'd really be disappointed if he went to Philadelphia. But I, I think he's an amazing high motor player, right? Super strong. Um, I wouldn't say like he's he's not like a uh, like a Jadavion Clowney sort of talent coming out. Uh, he actually reminds me a lot of J.J. Watt, not in the not in like the stature size or the stature, but in in the fact that he is just one of those guys that doesn't quit. He's really thick. He's hard to knock back. He doesn't get beat in his gaps very often. He's you know what I mean. It's just really. You put you could plug him in, he'd be solid right from the get go. I mean, whether he becomes a superstar or not is yet to be seen. But if you're looking for a starter at that position, he's going to start right away, and he'll be good too. Yep. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. Uh, well, Tennessee they need uh, because Tannehill is going away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's well. I don't. I don't know if they if they cut him or not. But yeah, I don't think Tannehill. I mean, they. The, the hard part about the Tennessee pick is they picked Malik Willis last year. So are you are you going to give up on Malik Willis after one year? I, I to me, I just don't, I don't think I think Tennessee trades out, or they draft a wide receiver. I don't. I don't buy the quarterback stuff. I, I don't think you can give up on a, a guy that quickly. <clears throat> well, Tennessee is not uh, known for their uh, smart moves, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've seen a number of drafts where Tennessee is assuredly taking a quarterback in this spot, but I just don't buy it. There's somebody that wants a quarterback in that spot, and Tennessee can parlay some draft picks. They need lots of help at all positions, so for them to stick into that spot just just to draft a quarterback seems ridiculous to me yep. Houston Texans hmm. uh, they're in a tough spot uh, Jackson Smith need, need, I'm, in gonna mass, I'm gonna uh, in, in Smith and Smith and Jigba yeah wide receiver yep. from Ohio State yeah he's I awesome heard some rumors that um, that uh, Justin Fields wanted to uh, have him drafted to the Bears because they're yep. friends. So uh, let's see if uh, Houston and uh, Bears are going to... Who, 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 who do the Bears have at receiver now? Don't they have like a billion receivers? Yeah, they have they play uh, pool. DJ Moore, Clay uh, yeah. Pool, and uh, yeah, they have, a, they have a lot of receivers. I'd be surprised. I mean, I, 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 if I were a Chicago fan, I wouldn't be mad if they drafted Njigba. I just don't think they're going to do it. To, to me, it's like if you get a guy like Justin Fields who's running for his life all the time, right? What's the problem? Is it the receivers or is it the fact that he's running for his life all the time? Well, the, the, the playbook for the, the Bears uh, looked funny uh, last year. They had the, they had the signed plays for him running a lot. But uh, yep. I think that's because of the O-line. There yeah, 100%. Holes in the line. So that's that's why you don't draft a receiver in that spot. You draft Peter Skorsky. Or not, not Solo. What the fuck's his name? Skoransky. Skoransky, yeah. I, I also hope that they uh, draft him instead of uh, another receiver. Yeah. Because he, he, uh, he did a good job uh, trading the number one spot. So uh, right. yeah, and he's an uh, he's an old O line guy, so he's gonna favor uh, the O line, I think. Yep. Uh, New York Jets. They're uh, <laughs> that's a funny team. I think it's a weird. They're, team. they're they're like always on the cusp of doing something great, and then they fall flat on their ass. 
Yep. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback. Uh, he made a ass of himself. Uh, Which one? <laughs> The, the the great hope uh what's his name um oh zach wilson yeah zach wilson the the literal motherfucker <clears throat> jesus uh i don't know what the, he was thinking about he, they have, i know, they have a great I know what he was thinking about he's thinking about banging moms that's like his jam <laughs> Yeah, so you, you know what the crazy part is though the the Wilson the Wilson bit is I don't know if you remember this but when when Favre was drafted he wasn't doing that but Favre was like a big party guy he was always getting drunk he wasn't showing up to team meetings or he's like falling asleep in team meetings and the Falcons just got sick of it hmm. and then they traded him to Green Bay for something I think Zach Wilson's that same guy he doesn't have a coach that can keep his priorities in check in New York I mean Robert Sala is a is a good coach, but I don't think he's the right coach for Zach Wilson. To me, a, a guy like Pete Carroll would do wonders with that guy who's there to teach and there to nurture about how to be a man as well as a player. Uh, and I, I just don't think that that's what he's going to get in New York. I also think New York's the wrong market for him. He needs to be in a small market to be successful. There's just too much distraction there. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but a guy like Zach Wilson needs to go to a place like Green Bay where there's absolutely nothing going on. Don't you think that uh, that's got a backfire? What do you mean? Well, uh, I have seen plenty of... Uh, I have experience of Americans coming over to uh, small places like the teams I've been playing for. And, uh, I mean, Europe... Uh, or Scandinavia is a very small place for an American to come to. There is not yep. much to do, and uh, and I think that Green Bay is that kind of place. There is not much to do, and uh, alcohol is gonna be a big uh, <coughs> friend. Yeah, I I would say though the only exception with this though is that Zach Wilson I believe is LDS, so he's a Mormon, so they don't drink. Right, he just likes old ladies' giners. That's his jam. Uh, yeah, well, let's see what the New York Jets is going to do. Um, Patriots, they're in a big, they're in, uh, in trouble right now with Mac Jones, or uh, Belichick is in trouble with Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is back. I don't think he plays for the Patriots this year. I think he gets traded yeah. at or before the draft. Because I, I think that Belichick, he, he's that kind of guy. He, he He's you don't mess he, with him he is that kind of guy he, he absolutely is the only player that he, that was ever safe on a belichick roster was tom brady everything else was everybody else was and then like look he traded randy moss in the middle of a season because randy moss got after him about some stuff so he's like fuck you but that's not i mean that's just one example he he would cut regularly cut or trade pro bowlers in the middle of a season he yeah, just doesn't he, care. He got away with it also. Yes. Yeah. So do you think that Lamar is going to go to New England? No. I think Lamar is going to be in, in Baltimore. Yeah, especially after uh, Beckham lining up. So, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, New England have been a rumored spot for Lamar, uh, even though the, there has been a lot of warnings from uh, old players, uh, don't go to New England. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so uh, do you think that the New England is going to go after a quarterback? No, I think they're going to go after a cornerback. Their secondary needs a lot of work. Yeah. But you never know with Belichick. Who knows? I mean, he, he drafts whatever the fuck he wants, and he doesn't care about the positioning, you know, or about value. He just drafts them whenever he feels like he, want, he wants them. So <clears throat> they have lots of needs. I, I just think their secondary is the biggest need. So if you're going for a, on a need base, I think that they, you know, probably will take a guy like Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. But if they uh, if they're going for best player available, then I mean they they need some wide receiver help. They need some offensive line help. Uh, Broderick Jones might be a good spot out of Georgia. He's a tackle. Um, 
Joey Porter Jr. is a defensive back out of Penn State. He could be there. He's a big one, too, 6'3", 200 pounds. It's a big corner. Um, and he comes with an NFL pedigree because his dad, Joey Porter, played for the Steelers for years. He's a linebacker for the Steelers. <clears throat> those are guys that Belichick loves, those pedigree guys, All right? because they know how to do it because their their parents or their fathers were part of it. So I wouldn't be shocked there. So uh, Green Bay Packers, number 15 on the list. Uh, they have uh, – they're also – really uh there is also really uh, interesting uh development in uh, in green bay um uh, rogers is, is on his way out uh rumored to go to the jets um i i don't know we haven't heard anything for a little bit now about the jets uh packers trade going on so uh what do you think the is gonna is he gonna go to the jets or yeah, he's it's it's done. He's not playing in Green Bay again. What they're waiting on, they're they're haggling about compensation. That's it, right now. Yeah. And and the Packers are holding out for another first round pick. They're not going to get one. They'll probably get maybe a second round, but probably a third and a fifth would be my guess for Rodgers. Yeah. So uh, Quentin Johnston is uh, the number fifteen spot. Uh... A wide receiver out of TCU. Yeah, awesome player. I, I I would doubt he goes to Green Bay. I don't think they'll draft a receiver there. Uh, they they have offensive line issues. I know that David Bakhtiari is back, but he came back after being pretty major surgery. He's definitely hasn't been the same. He hasn't been healthy for a couple seasons. The other guy uh, on the other side, I think it's still Jenkins, was still not very good. I mean, he was good. He's a good player, but you know they move him around. He plays multiple spots. Um, they they need, in my opinion, they need offensive line help. Uh, they need another corner back. Uh, Eric Stokes sucks. That's the guy they drafted out of UCLA a couple of years ago. He's terrible. Teams target him and they beat him regularly. Uh, you know, uh, what's the annoying one? Oh, Alexander. Jair Alexander, he's a good player. Uh, but he can't do it on his own. And I don't think Darnell Savage has, has been okay is is a safety. I know he had a couple last not last year, but the year before where he was really, really good. But he wasn't very good last year. And I don't remember the other guy who's playing safety. Um, but they just need they they got lots they have lots of holes. They're the the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest hole on the Packers is their defensive coordinator. Joe Barry's awful. He was awful in Detroit. He's just awful everywhere he goes. I'm sure he's a hell of a nice guy, but he's his scheme sucks. It's like him and Ed Donatel where they play this weird, like super soft cover two shell or cover two, cover four shell, and teams just pick it apart. <clears throat> just garbage. So don't you think that uh, that Jordan Love needs another uh, target? Uh, no, because he'd be running for his life half the time. I, I don't know. M maybe he, he could. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if if they draft a court or a receiver at some point. I just don't think in the middle of the first round is going to be it. Okay. So uh, next uh, up on our list is Washington. They're getting sold now for a record of uh, what, what was it? Six million dollars. And uh, what's his name? Snyder. 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 Yeah, uh, bought them for uh, next to nothing. Yep. He's gonna sit. He's going to do very well in the future. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. So what what do you think that uh, the, the uh, almost said Redskins now, but uh, because it said Redskins on, the, on, the, on my yeah. screen here, yeah. but uh, the commanders, what do you think they're uh, going to need? Uh, Everything. Everything except receiver. Well, they probably need another receiver too. But Actually, their D-line is spectacular. They definitely do not need need D line help. Uh, their linebackers are, are pretty all right. Their secondary is garbage. They probably draft a corner back here. That would be the smart move. Um, <clears throat> they need lots of offensive pieces though. So I mean, they don't really have a quarterback. Carson Wentz was there last year. He was terrible. I know uh, Taylor Heineke's there, but Taylor Heineke's a backup. Um, Taylor Heineke, by the way, is uh, 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 Captain Stewbeard. He's the new Stu Captain Stewbeard. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 
But he'll go in for one season, he'll tear it up, and then he'll be terrible after they make him a starter. Um, <clears throat> they, they need a quarterback. They need lots of help uh, in lots of different spots. I, I still think secondary would be the smartest play here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Washington drafts a, re- a receiver at this spot or a super dynamic tight end. Yeah. They have uh, Brian Branch. Uh, cornerback out of uh, out of Alabama. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Joey Porter Jr., like I mentioned before, from New England, he'd be a good fit here too. So uh, on the number 17 spot, we got Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they also is a team that needs everything. Yes. Um, I don't know if they got rid of uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, no, he's favorite. He- He's still their backup, uh, but they have uh, who's the the kid from Pitt that's been playing Kenny. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah. So they'll ride with him. They they need lots of stuff. Yeah. I don't think really. I don't think it really matters what they draft. They just they should just take best player available, in my opinion. <clears throat> uh, Detroit Lions at number eight. Detroit Lions again. Uh, at 18. Devon, yeah, sorry, at uh, <laughs> number 18. Devon Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I think they they uh, should rather go after def- de- defense players than uh, than um, than a new running back. So um, yeah, let's hope they uh, stick with uh, the corner uh, at number 18. Uh, Tampa Bay, they need a new quarterback. Yeah, I really, really want Tampa Bay to draft Hendon Hooker so that we can call him. Will uh, Levis? No, I, I, well, I don't know. They're gonna do, they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do. I really want them to draft Hendon Hooker so that we can call him a dirty pirate Hooker. <laughs> <coughs> well, um, they, they signed Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't know, Baker Mayfield. He, I had a lot of hopes for him when he went to uh, went into he went to uh, Cleveland. I think he yeah. he was an exciting player yep. uh, in uh, in uh, Cleveland, but uh, then he did he did some stupid stuff afterwards. Yeah. Uh, everywhere he went, he had uh, wasn't he quite successful in uh, in Los Angeles. He was, but <clears throat> the problem Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum are the same player. They can run a bit. You know, you can put them on a roster, you can put them on a field for a little while, and they'll do okay. Baker Mayfield will probably bounce around to a bunch of different teams before his career's up. He doesn't really have any any arm strength to speak of. He can run. He's elusive. He's a smart player, but at the end of the day, he just he doesn't have it all to make it work. Nope. And that's. You know, if if his arm were stronger, he'd probably be a full-time starter in the NFL. But if you watch, especially some of his longer passes, they just fucking float. They're in the air forever. So he's a bad guy to try to develop a passing game around because hmm. um, he he just can't make all the throws. No, he, he, I think he's just a stopgap at this point. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, the Tampa Bay. They have to not buy themselves a team. They have to draft smarter, I think. Yep. So yeah, maybe Will Levis. Yep, maybe. Yep. Number twenty, it's uh, Seahawks again. Yep. There is Miles Murphy, uh, defensive end out of Clemson. Well, we talked a lot about Seattle before, so we're just gonna continue on to uh, number twenty-one, the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver, wide receiver, a- any wide receiver, like literally any of them. Yep. They need wide receiver help badly. So Zay Flowers could be a good one. Addison out of USC could be a good one. I think that Quentin Johnson that you mentioned before, mm-hmm. I think this is a more likely landing spot for him than than higher in the draft. Uh, he's because Johnson specifically is a high high boom high bust potential. Uh, super dynamic athletically, but doesn't necessarily have the production to back it in college. I mean, he's a good player, but he just didn't play on a system that should, could showcase that. So I don't know if it's real or not. 
But don't you need? Uh, don't you think they need uh, help on the defensive line? Because they have a uh, Kalija uh, Kamsi, uh, defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be mad if they went that way. At all. I just think to me, it's you're getting. We're now talking about, you know, the twenties. This is that run on receivers. So if you want one of those premier receivers, you're going to have to start doing it now in this spot so I, I wouldn't be shocked either way quite honestly now because they mentioned uh save flowers uh he's at number 22 for the baltimore ravens uh yep. wide receiver out of boston college yep uh he's a small receiver uh but i i don't think that the receivers the small receivers are necessarily a bad thing as long as they're fast <sighs> Well, he, he's, he, you know, the comp for him is, is Brandon Cooks, right? So straight line speed, lots of straight line speed, short area quickness. He's good at, at breaking off the top of his stem and getting open. I mean, that's the one thing you can't teach these guys, right? Is like the guys that can get open, like a Justin Jefferson, who's not tremendously fast. He's fast enough. Mm. He's not tremendously fast, um, but it doesn't matter because he's always open. Right. Stefan Diggs is another one. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, Nook Hopkins, uh, once upon a time, was that guy. I mean, those guys that just they know how to run the route and they also have the physical tools to separate further if they need to. Devontae Adams is a per- he's another great example of it. Zay, Zay Flowers, to me, is that same kind of guy. Uh, what's the what's the average of a wide receiver in the NFL now? It's like six two, six three, six uh, six uh, three somewhere. Yeah, the, like the ideal height is between six one and six four. Yeah. So I don't know about Beckham. They uh, Baltimore signed Beckham. So yep. does they do they really need any more receivers? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think you need them. But you also want to give Lamar some incentive to stick around. Right, so don't you think that money <laughs> is the incentive enough for him? Because I I think that he's happy in Baltimore, but yep, he I just he 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 just wants the money. I I don't think it's even the money. I think it's the respect, right? And it in it it's like a. I I never understood the money respect correlation, no. um, but it's the gesture of making that offer to him is the respect that he wants. Now the money itself, the tangible money, I'm sure is important, but 250 million uh, is like, if you had, are you happier at 250 million than you are at 50 million? No, because you you can't spend that money. I mean, you can't, some people can, no, but, but most the, 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 I think the money thing is that uh, they, the Baltimore buys his respect with that money. Yeah. And I don't think that uh, necessarily the uh, the money itself is uh, that important, uh, like yeah, you said. I agree with. But yeah. the 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 sum buys the respect. Yeah. No. Agreed. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's stupid. Uh, I mean, if he uh, if uh, if they if they really believed in him. They would have given him all the weapons that he needed instead of the money. I think that, I mean, I would have thought that uh, making a run for the Super Bowl is more uh, important than uh, than getting all that money that you're never going to spend anyway. Right. So, uh, give me give me the weapons. Give me uh, the right tools to get us to the uh, to the Super Bowl. I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the head coach is the right right guy to take them to the Super Bowl even Harbaugh yeah I don't know he's a good coach yeah but is it good enough to get them to the Super Bowl I don't know I mean he's done he's done it before so maybe yeah but his brother took the Niners to uh, to the Super Bowl it's true so very true it's not. It's not a given. Even if you've been there once, it's not given that you're gonna go there again. Yeah. A lot of stuff ha- have to happen for that to to uh, to happen again. Uh, yep. The Vikings. So uh, I know you're an expert on the Vikings. Uh, they traded away. 
I think the best receiver, one of the best receivers <coughs> in the NFL. Um, even though Ooh. he's uh, what's his name, Thielen. Oh, they cut him. Okay. They didn't. Train, they cut him. Even worse, they cut him. Well, the 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 issue with Thielen was that I know they would have loved to keep him around, but his cap number was too big, and he was unwilling to restructure. So it's just one of those things. I mean, when your team is overextended anyway, you have to make decisions like that, right? So an old guy, he's old in the football world, 34, he's a receiver. It's a high-impact spot. And when I say impact, I mean, could I could mean on the field, but, like, the body impact is a high-impact spot, right? He's yeah, taking he, some he's, he's the kind of guy, if you throw the ball at him, he's going to catch it. He, I can tell you, Bubba, that he wasn't nearly as good last year as he was in any year pre- preceding that. And when you say guy lose a step, he lost a step. It was pretty obvious. Yeah, if he if he can get to the spot where he needs to be, and you throw the ball at him, he's gonna catch yeah. it. He, no, he, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. He's not uh, he's not the young guy anymore. It takes uh, him maybe a uh, longer time to get where he needs to be. But yeah. I'm. I, he's, he's, he's the kind he's of reckless. guy I would like to have on short yardage. Yes, he he's not requisite of the money that he was getting paid, though, right? You don't pay a guy like that twenty five million dollars a year. No. And that that was the issue. They would have loved to keep him at a reduced price, but he didn't want to take the the cut, so they had to do do what you do. You know, mm-hmm. it's an unfortunate part of the business. And he's a Minnesota kid. I mean, he's from northwestern Minnesota, from Detroit Lakes, so they would love to keep that guy on the roster. It's great for PR as well. Just they just couldn't afford to keep him. It's unfortunate. Do you, do I, you I think know the, where he ended up. He's in Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think he'll have a fine season because they'll use him the way he should be used. Um, I, but I also think that Kevin O'Connell just changed. He Thielen doesn't fit that scheme. Of what O'Connell wants to do. Okay. Um, I think they draft receiver or quarterback or defensive back here. Um, I'd love to see Jordan Addison. I'd love to see that Johnston kid from TCU uh, at receiver. Uh, I'd love to see um, you know them make a bold move and take a quarterback here if there's one available. I don't want them to trade up for a quarterback at all. I actually would love to see them trade out of this spot too and collect some more picks because they traded away all their picks for TJ Hawkinson and um, I've been blanking, but I can't remember. Yeah, but what, the, can, the what can you do with a number 23 spot? I mean, that's not a very desirable spot. It's it's not. But, you know, if there's some, if there's a run on these receivers and there's somebody that wants one of those receivers, you know, they'll trade, they'll make a swap like this. Hmm. Um, I, I just, to me, they need they need uh, defensive line help. They need interior defensive line help, specifically. Uh, they're switching their linebackers out to a smaller, lighter uh, linebacker, so they need some some guys there, mm-hmm. uh, um, some bigger bigger bodies on the on the line. I mean, Daniel Hunter is still good, but he's an outside linebacker in this scheme. They don't really have a five tech, which they need for a three four. Um, you know Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips is, uh, you know, plays the plays the nose and he plays it well. And they have some rotational guys that are pretty good, but they just need they need line help and they need offensive line help too. Their guard Ed Ingram that they drafted last year, who was supposed to come in at right guard and solidify that spot, was a turnstile all year. Um, their tackles are both really good. Uh, uh, their center is fine. Um, I think they could they could draft guard here too if there was one requisite of the spot. Um, their defensive backfield is non-existent. They have Byron Murphy and they have some and they have safeties. They have no no shortages of safeties, but they don't have any corners. It, Caleb Evans. It sounds to me like they were in a rebuild mode. Uh, not if you ask them. No, but the the way you're the way you're laying it out, it, it seems like well, they're, uh, they need to uh, rebuild. Every team has these has these things, right? I mean, it's a rebuild on on the fly. The defense is getting rebuilt, mm. no doubt about it. Especially with Brian Flores in there, mm. putting his sort of players in there. Um, I think they, you know, they drafted two corners last year. Both of them were injured almost all year long, so you never know what those guys are going to pan out to be. They could have the corners on the roster now. I just don't think they do. 
Um, they, they signed Byron Murphy from Arizona. He's a good player. They need more pass rushers. They signed Marcus Davenport from from New Orleans as a pass rusher. They still have Zadarius Smith, even though I don't think he'll be on the roster next year. I think they'll trade him away. They need more pass rush. They need some more dynamic linebackers. Their offense is fine. <clears throat> I'd love to see them add another receiver uh, to it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, your guess is as good as mine with them. They could do anything. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't be shocked to see them move up in this draft as well, which would piss me off. But you know, if they got a good player out of it, the one person that I do not want them to draft is Hendon Hooker. I don't want him to draft him. I just don't think he's that good. Okay. I know, and he's an older player too, right? He's an older player. I think he's 25. So you're getting, you're losing essentially four years on the front end of. Of a of a career because he's he's older. I just he's fine, but to draft a guy in the first round at that position, you better be just he better be better than fine. Mm. You know what I mean? Now if Hooker was a second round pick or third round pick, great, take him. But now I don't want him in the first round. Okay. So uh, that said, uh, Minnesota Vikings is gonna be our last entry for this podcast. Uh, we'll. Uh, continue on with number 24 in the next <laughs> podcast i know you have a hard out eric you have to drop up uh, your wife at the airport so yes. uh, with that said uh, i will uh, bid you a, a good farewell and i uh, hope you have a nice uh, sunday afternoon it's a uh, sunday night for me here now or late afternoon so um we'll well i'll talk to you uh next time all right